Welcome, Welcome to Delayed, delayed effect. effect. up fuckers welcome back to delayed effect i believe this would be chapter 25 if memory serves correctly i actually had a couple more car episodes recorded but you know what fuck them i'm scrapping those bitches because they're not studio quality uh, that's not a good reason because the last few episodes weren't that bad they were very full of content um but I, th- I think I got really distracted during one of them and kind of sappy emotional and eh. Whereas, that, I mean, you know, these kind of podcasts are, are prone to any subject of, of emotions. I mean, I, I'm not always going to, to display um, a happy attitude. You know, I'm not always going to be a bubbly, all right, let's go get them kind of guy on these episodes. I mean, sometimes I'm just going to be, eh, whatever. But that's what it's meant to do. It's it's meant to be just a journal. You know, when, when if if you were one of those souls when you were a kid, you would keep a, a diary or a journal, and everything you wrote in there wasn't always upbeat, positive. I mean, <laughs> I can specifically remember quite a few journal entries about girls being like ah well this girl i like has a boyfriend now or i told her i like her but she doesn't like me i mean those are just sappy subjects or you know getting in trouble in class that's that's not things you want to necessarily be proud of you know uh failures if you will but nevertheless i feel like this is going to be a good episode i don't know why i don't know how but, I don't know. We'll find out as we go, huh? Well, as you can probably tell, you are hearing this um, from an original setup. <laughs> I've, I've actually got my shit together in the aptly named Pack Shack. <laughs> Pack Shack Bed Shed. Or Shed Room. Pack Shack Shed Room? Pack Shack, Pack Shack Bed Shed, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's my, my little hole in the wall out in the backyard of the house I currently live in up in Washington. Uh, the, the owners who are dearly wonderful friends of mine, you know, that, that gave me a place to stay when I first moved up here realized, actually all of us realized that we all lived together just really well. It's just a very cohesive environment for everybody. I mean, especially given the fact that they have four kids and I have none. And sometimes parental duties are bestowed upon me. Not willingly, it just kind of happens, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's all a give and take, you know, they need help with something. I'm there to help. If I need help with something, they're there to help. It's, that's how roommates work, you know, and 
Um, I'd been sleeping on their couch ever since September. And finally, one day, they're like, you know, if we clean up the shed out back, you can probably put a bed in out there and at least just have a place to go hide for a while. Um, it's not ideal, but it's not bad at all. I mean, it's it's uh, it's heated, it has electricity, it's insulated for the most part. There's a small leak in the roof, but I've got it contained right now. So, I don't know. It's... Not bad in a pinch, you know? So yeah, I uh, I can't really complain. It gets a little bit chilly. I try not to leave the heater on all night because uh, that runs up the electricity. And um, <laughs> after, after a while, it starts just kind of blowing cold air a little bit. Although I have fallen asleep with it on before and woken up in the middle of the night and turned it off from the pack shack was pretty damn toasty so <laughs> it's hard to say but the uh the only downside is, is it's an outside unit um it's it's elevated about eh, a foot or so off the ground maybe two feet which is great because it's far less uh susceptible to intrusive creatures and plant life and things like that um but things still find their way in. Uh, upon cleaning it originally, I found what appeared to be a wolf spider or a hobo spider. I'm still not sure. Either way, now it's a dead spider, but crawling on the walls. So I was like, eek, kill, dead. Eh, there's probably more. I just don't see them. There was a dead spider on the floor at one point. I don't know where it came from or what killed it, but... <laughs> And my mind just wandering at the thought of that. I mean, either it died of starvation or it died because something much larger killed it. And that's a terrifying thought. However, the next thing might have been possibly what killed it. Um, right as I sat down to record this, I was just checking my levels and everything. And through through the headphones, I heard what sounded like a fucking like a lawnmower going off. I was like, what the fuck? It, at the time, it was almost 10 o'clock at night, and I'm like, who the fuck is out there doing landscaping at this hour? And I, I take the headphones off, and I'm hearing a like that, and I'm like, fuck, those are wings. And I look up, and there is a large insect flying around the light fixtures of the pack shack, and... I calmly panicked, got everything out of my way, grabbed a shoe off the floor, and proceeded to wait for it to land and beat the ever-loving shit out of it. Um, By beat the ever-loving shit, I mean I just smacked it once with the shoe and its body split in half. What, what appeared to have happened was it knocked off the... I, I, I don't know the anatomy of, of these creatures at all, but some kind of a like a venom sack the, the ass end of it was detached from the rest of it and on its actual body which was still alive the thing was still trying to crawl away i trapped it in a water bottle to investigate it further you could see the venom starting to seep out like where it was where the ass was attached to it but based off the size of it and the way it was flying and everything and the research i did that was a queen yellow jacket 
So that was in my bedroom. <laughs> um, and when I was cleaning the shed up about a month ago, I did see a lot of yellow jacket carcasses by the, one of the windows. I don't know if those were brought in and then eaten or if they died after being in here for a while. But that's something I'm going to seriously have to address because I don't want to wake up to a swarm of yellow jackets crawling all over me. That would not be very fun. Uh, on the bright side of it all, this may be a short-term uh, <laughs> living situation. My friends were actually just talking tonight about uh, moving, potentially. Potentially, it's it's nothing set in stone. It's it's just all of a sudden they're like they were actually thinking of buying this house, but then they found one of equal value with a lot more space. And that's kind of less of a fixer-upper. But it's about 45 minutes south of here, which... I mean, I'll go wherever they go because they're kind enough to give me room and board for a fee, of course. A, a very um, friendly fee, if you will. Eh, friendly? Reasonable. Very reasonable fee. Uh, the only problem is that puts me further away from Seattle where I go to work and school, but I just have to plan my route accordingly. And you know, that's fine. If I have to get up a little bit earlier every day, that's okay. If I have to drive a little bit longer every day, that's fine too. I'm just like paranoid now. I swear I keep hearing like more lawnmowers. <laughs> One second. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be terrifying. Because uh, it's starting to get into the season where they're going to start waking up and I might be moving back into the house <laughs> if that's the case. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure something out. But for now, this will work. Very least, it gives me a place to record where I don't have to do it in my car. What's awesome is about uh, three or four months ago, I went. Uh, to Guitar Center because they were having a deal where you can get an isolation shield for a microphone stand. It it's it looks like it's made out of aluminum, but it's got the 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 isolation foam in a concave shape that goes around the microphone. And with it came a free Sterling audio condenser microphone, which is pretty fucking cool. So it was like a two hundred dollar value for the price of one hundred. Then I bought this sweet mic stand with it too. It's a boom. But it's different than the one that I've used before, in that it has, it has the uh, extending arm on it, as well as the, the movable arm. Like I don't know how to describe that. It's so it's got the stand, attached to it is the arm, that obviously you know you can, uh, you can loosen it and you can move it up and down or in and out, but there's also a separate part where you can extend the arm out even further. So it's it's meant for kind of like a. Uh, distance miking, if you will, where you can put it further away from the source, the audio source, so that you can pick up more, more of the room, along with the, the audio itself. So that's kind of cool. I could actually find that to be very useful for what I want to do. Is now that I have two microphones, I want to go get my mic stand from Oregon, 
and I want to get another microphone cable so I can start uh, stereo micing my guitar tracks and maybe vocal tracks too. Yeah, that could be cool. And that's really fun to do. Oh, if you're a guitar player and you haven't tried that yet, you really got to do it. It's really super cool. You can totally fucking put two microphones up near the speaker of your amplifier and just like try and play something through your amp like like white noise or pink noise or something and just listen to the microphone's feedback and then move them around and just like get a sense of the different types of stereo image you can pick up there's actually a certain spot you can hit where they they uh the microphones uh completely go out of phase which is where but when 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 you're recording something in a studio you can flick a switch that's a phase flip and basically it turns the the output out of phase which is essentially giving you everything that the microphone is canceling out or rather everything that's being canceled out that the microphone's not picking up you're hearing when you flip it out of phase but you can if you have two microphones you can put them in a certain spot where they kind of phase each other out and it's really fucking trippy Oh, it's cool. I, I highly recommend it. If you have two microphones, a pair of headphones, and a sound source, and some free time, <laughs> it's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Pack Shack Studio is a go. <laughs> Ooh, that's got a nice ring to it. Hmm. <laughs> I was joking with my friends that I wanted to get a sign to hang out in front that was kind of like on air, you know, or recording in session, do not bother, do not enter kind of a thing, which I thought would be perfect for, uh, you know, if I'm either in here recording or, you know, entertaining my lady, then, <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, I never know, it might actually happen. I think that'd be kind of cool. The size of this place is not horrible. I mean... If we knock down this, we can't really knock down any walls because we don't own the thing. But if if it ends up being that they buy the property and they own the shed, and they're talking about knocking out this one wall, and it's not a supporting wall, it's just a dividing wall. So I think you really could just take it down, expand the size of the unit entirely, and make it a little more livable. But... I mean, the, the couch that I bought that goes in here isn't horrible. It's it's a full size when it's uh, pulled out to its entirety. It's it's in a lounge shape right now, um, like an L shape. But the, the skinny part of the L, if you will, can be pulled out and made into a full-size bed, which is it's better than the couch that was inside, let me tell you, but... At the same time, it still needs a little bit more cushion on top, but, you know, in due time. Thankfully, with all this money I'm making, that shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> all this money I'm making, he says. I'm fucking broke. That's the problem. I've been making substantially... Uh, rather, I've been making a substantial amount... Uh, I've been making a substantial... How do I say that? I've been substantially making, there we go, I've been substantially making a lot more money than I was before, but I've been kind of going trigger happy with the purchases. Not so much, I mean, this couch was like 500 uh, and some change with tax, and then 
I've just been kind of splurging a little bit here and there. And whereas before I would say, well, I shouldn't buy that because, you know, I need to save up for rent and things like that. Now I'm like, well, go ahead and buy the little extra thing that you wanted. <laughs> like I bought myself, uh, bought myself a pair of the Converse Chuck Taylor twos the other day for like 70 bucks. And they're f comfortable as fuck. I don't regret it at all, but I probably could have waited. <laughs> but you know what? They're good shoes. Uh, at least I haven't gone to buy a guitar yet. Although I did go to Guitar Center and play one and play it again and play it some more and really wanted to walk out of there with it as mine, but I didn't because <laughs> I don't need it yet. But I do. But I don't. But I do. But I don't. Um, and then I, I have to set some money aside for my licensing fees for becoming an official Washington resident. It's like 89 bucks to get um, a transfer from Oregon to Washington. And so that's probably going to be a little bit extra with uh, fucking taxes and everything. But then I got to pay something to get uh, new license plates and then tabs for the license plates too, which ugh, <laughs> money, money, money. But you know what? Make it work. Always do. Always will. Uh. <laughs> uh, things are going really well. Work's been kind of a pain in the ass. You know, things are are picking up there. It's the end of the quarter, so the the shipping department is busting ass to get everything moved out, trying to trying to make some record breaking numbers this year, which is kinda cool. Or no, rather this quarter. Which is pretty sweet. Um that's putting a demand on us that when new product comes in we have to go through and make sure that everything's up to code in a certain percentage of the order itself. Like I don't remember, I don't know what the numbers are. I just I go open what they tell me to and check it out and make sure the right stuff is in the right place and the right version is on the right soft uh, the right software version is on the right product and kind of a thing. Blah 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 technical stupid shit. Um <laughs> but the, the only problem is 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 having having really packy having to go do that pulls me away from what I need to get done, which is my usually scheduled shit. And that's starting to stockpile, so I'm getting a little frustrated. But it's all part of the job, and I'm still thankful to have this job because two months ago, I didn't even know if I was still going to be working at this place. I thought, in the back of my mind, I had the worst-case scenario going of, well... If this doesn't work out, then I'm just moving back down to Oregon. And thank fucking God that didn't happen because I'm so sick of that place. Not the people. Just the state. I got my asshole handed to me by my taxes this year, so. It's like Uncle Sam just bent my legs up over my head, just shoved his dick in. Completely unlubed. Pounded away for a good few minutes, got out and wiped his dick off on the curtain and walked out the door. 
Yeah, at least the Oregon version of Uncle Sam. <laughs> Fed's federal return wasn't so bad, which actually saved me and left me in the green, but not by much. But next year should be better because Washington doesn't have state income tax. Yes! Sales tax, though, but you know what? I'm sure it all balances out somewhere. But at least I don't see that I'm paying for it. <laughs> so yeah, work's going great. Um, school. <laughs> I was trying to think, what's that word? School's fucking fantastic. I, uh... Oh my god, so I have a pretty cool story about that, now that I think about it. So in my, uh... My class last week, my, uh, it was an awesome class for one thing. I get there, and there's this dude just sitting there on the couch. He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good, I don't know you. But, you know, people, it's a recording studio. There's going to be people there. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm trying to be personable, but not be overly <laughs> showy. And like, oh, hey, hey, what you doing here? What What's this? Who are you? What What kind of things you do? You know, things. I don't want to be annoying. But I just want to be like, hey, how you doing? Um, so that was cool. And I go in, and my teacher's in the middle of a, uh, a, a class with another student. So I sit in and listen, look over their shoulder, and kind of just be a fly on the wall, learn a little bit. And then my other student shows up, my other student, the my co-student. I don't know what you call it. Classmate. There we go. My other classmate shows up. And uh, then my teacher gets a call from his wife saying, hey, uh, the car broke down. I need you to come fix things or help us get home. So he had to get a ride to go do that. But he told us in the meantime, go ahead and mic up this amp cabinet out here with four microphones, two dynamics, two condensers. So we said, okay. And so we got to the mic cabinet and start looking at what we can use. And then that dude that was sitting on the couch earlier comes around and says, what you guys doing? And so we told him. And he's like, oh, yeah, so you want to use the SM57, which we had already grabbed and said, yeah, that's that's obviously our uh, primary choice for a dynamic microphone. And then he said the, uh, the uh, Bob, what the fuck was it? Oh, I can never remember the name of that microphone. Uh, there's another dynamic he told us that would be a good choice to kind of compensate with with what the SM57 doesn't exactly pick up and then for the the two condensers he recommended I think they're both Neumann one of them was the the U87 which was already set up in the room that was cool and then the other one he recommended was a it was a, a Neumann uh something something <laughs> something something uh which didn't actually end up being it, it's a good microphone it's just for what we were using it for with the amp cabinet ended up uh overloading the microphone more than anything so we ended up uh just muting it but with the two dynamics and the one the u87 we had used as the room mic so we had it set up to uh bi-directional with the with the the amp cabinet in the null which is the section that the microphone is not directly picking up. So bidirectional is like a figure eight pattern. So if you imagine a figure eight, the two bubbles, the two circles of the figure eight are what's within the encompassed 
uh, spectrum that gets picked up by the microphone, then if you imagine like the little uh, valleys at the top and the bottom where the two circles meet, uh, basically like if you put the circles left and right side by side, then the top and the bottom where the circles aren't <laughs> is the null. And so we had that aimed towards the cabinet and then the two speakers picking up left and right. So any sound that the cabinet was making was bouncing off the room and picking up in the U87. Then the two dynamics were almost side by side right up against the, the grill of the speaker itself, not directly aimed at the, the center point of the speaker, but kind of up and to the right. Uh, eventually what my teacher did is he took one of the, the dynamics and put it in the back since it was a tube mic um, or a tube mic, excuse me, since it was a tube amp, it, it had an exposed back to it. Uh, so he put it in the back of it, aiming. It was really cool. It actually ended up picking a pretty fucking awesome sound. So we go and we set levels and everything and we're recording, um, that, uh, that guy from the couch who ends up being named Steve. So I'll refer to him as Steve from here on out. Uh, that was actually his. Uh, amp cabinet that we were using so he goes and he starts tweaking it and he's like yeah it sounds really awesome if you do this this and this and this and then my teacher whose name is jason started playing the guitar that was plugged into it and it sounded just fucking incredible now the way we had it set up is the microphones and the amp cabinet were in the live room uh running from the mics into a snake which ran through what looked like i i believe it goes through a piece of conduit and then goes into the the computer, rather the digital, uh, the analog to digital converter. That runs into the patch bay. The patch bay goes either into the the API units on the console, or goes into the analog uh, compressors. Yeah, I think that's how that works. So what we ended up doing is we, we ran from the patch bay into the compressors and we put the two dynamics on a focus right compressor, or rather an, an equalizer, I think it was actually. And then the other ones through what are called uh, uh, Neve compressors. And uh, while we're in the middle of doing that, then the actual like studio fucking owner shows up and I'm like whoa Mark hey how you doing he's he's the guy that I interviewed with when I first went to the studio and he's like what are you guys running through the focus right for and, and I'm like well we don't really have a good reason and I said we've used it before so we know it works well and he's like that's your reason he's like don't be afraid to 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 mix it up a little bit try any of the other ones you know you don't have to use the same one every time he's like you know you, these focus rights are great for what they do but you're getting they're they're very uh, transparent basically what you're getting put into the microphone is coming out of the focuser it's just amplified and he said which could be very beneficial but at the same time you could be getting a better sound if you're going directly through the api consoles and i'm like ah, okay i got you so it's kind of cool so we had mark jason and steve all there doing the just giving us the run jason is the the chief engineer of the studio Mark's the owner, and Steve actually ended up being, um, he's like basically their, their tech guru. He's the guy that like finds all the, the, 
the the equipment that they use and he like he knows the ins and outs of like anything that goes into that studio so he's just like a veritable wealth of knowledge um so what was cool though is we got everything set up and then steve came into the the control room and jason gave him the guitar and steve started playing and steve has like a really really good feel for uh like good 70s rock he starts playing stuff that's like akin to like the who or stones or even acdc you know he's just like he's playing good classic rock on the guitar and and this amplifier that that we were using is a high watt uh it's a 30 watt speaker with i think it just has 112 in it if i'm not mistaken uh, but that thing <laughs> we we're pushing it to its limits and it sounded fucking incredible and so what they want to do is they said why don't we use the cold and Jason's like, ooh, that's a good idea. So we go get the Coles microphone. It's a Coles, I want to say it's like a 434 or a 4340 or something like that. I could be wrong. I have the list on my phone, but uh, actually, you know, what? I'm going to go ahead and look that up because this is really actually pretty fucking awesome, this microphone. I, I couldn't believe it because... Uh, when when we got it all set up, you know, we we had it positioned probably about a foot away from the amplifier. It's a ribbon microphone. See, it's interesting because Dynamics use uh, if I'm not mistaken, Dynamics use a moving coil, which responds to the analog input. Condensers do the same thing, but they require a voltage to in order to process the signal and send it to wherever the fuck it's going. Um, but ribbon microphones use a really, it's literally what they are. It's, they use a really thin piece of metal that's shaved down to the size of a ribbon and it reacts to the analog input and it, it just, it, it has a better frequency response and it's able to pump out a much better, um, Uh, I was reading because it's better to put out a, a, a much better output put out a much better output really Becky that's very original and redundant um, it's better to you, it, you just get a much richer sound you get a better experience through ribbon microphones and aptly so they're very fucking expensive this one is yeah there it is oh it's fucking beautiful uh, 4038 god damn it's a ribbon microphone. It's bi. Oh, I don't know. It's bi-directional. Mm. Mm, God, it's good. From 1953, this microphone. I don't know if this one in particular is from that. That's just when it first came out. Um, man. It looks like a jock strap, <laughs> rather like a cup that goes on the jock strap. You know. But what's fucking insane is like my teacher uh, puts puts that microphone on. We record that with the other three, the two dynamics and the one condenser, the U87 that's up above. And we're playing it all back and we're adjusting levels, getting everything to up to code, you know, to sound good and, and blend together very well. And then he, he mutes everything. He mutes the Coles, the he mutes the Coles microphone and leaves everything else going. Sounds awesome. 
puts them all together. Sounds fucking fantastic. Mutes everything except the calls. And I was like, wait, did, did you leave one of the others on too? He's like, no, that's just the calls. It sounds like multiple microphones. Oh God. It was, I, I couldn't get over it. It was just such an incredible sound. So we laid down some pretty sweet tracks. You know, we learned how to multi-track. We learned how to uh, pan left and right with the multi-tracks. You know, we we learned about microphone placement. It was just a really good fucking class. The energy was just optimal. And <laughs> afterwards, everybody left except for me and the teacher. And I was talking to him about how that microphone blew me away. And that that ultimately led us into him saying, hey, you need to come in for some sessions, some actual sessions with artists, you know, so you can at least sit down and see how this shit really works. He's like, you can learn all you want here in the studio, but if you got to get in and apply it, you know, and I'm like, all right, yeah. And then he, what really blew me away is he said, I, uh, you, you really seem to have the personality for this to, to do what, what we do here. You know, it's, he was hinting at that I I don't schmooze with a lot of the people. I mean, I'll I'll sit there and BS, but I'll I'll keep it very technical, you know. But I don't I don't get jittery. I don't get afraid. Like I'll jump in and start fucking doing shit. I just I'll check first to make sure it's right. I'll put my input in where it's needed. But then for the most part, I'll just sit back and listen and watch. And he's like, that's exactly what I need. You know, he's had he's had interns that come in and go drinking with the band in the live room and leave him to do all this shit. Or they're so afraid to touch anything. Or they'll sit there and blurt out the wrong thing at the wrong time. <laughs> it's like, the, the people just, they're so dumb. I don't understand how you don't just let the engineer do what they need to do. Because the artist, for, for all the artist knows, I'm another engineer that's just there helping them. They don't know that I'm an intern unless I'm directly introduced as such. And then you may not want them to know. You may, you may not want them to know that, oh, you know, we, we don't think that you're important enough to have two engineers working. We're just going to give you an intern. You know, they don't want to know that. <laughs> I mean, these, these artists are very fragile with their egos. It's incredible. So, you, and Jason can tell that I'm the kind of guy that, like, you know, people will talk to me. I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I'll be very agreeable. And I'm very, uh, uh, what's the word? Willing to compromise and, and find a way to approach a situation where I won't offend anybody. He's been able to tell that somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but. Nevertheless, he wants me to come in for some sessions. Now, because of my work schedule, I can't come in during the week, but he's got some weekends that are booked in the next coming months. And he said, yeah, let's let's fucking get you in here to do this. So this week, if I can get class in session, he said we would go ahead and schedule it. If not this week, the next week. But holy fuck. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. This is that little opportunity I've just been looking to grab onto so that I can fucking shine the way that I've been wanting to ever since I started this and god I'm so fucking excited mm. alright folks well I think that about wraps up chapter 25 um, 
oddly enough, I was listening to the episode of Pod Blocked that I guessed appeared on almost a year ago. <laughs> and I I had come up with the name for the show by then, Delayed Effect. But <laughs> they're like they're like, oh, you gotta be consistent. I'm like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Here I am a year later at episode 25. Uh, not really a year later. I, I think I've still got another month or so before I reach the year mark. So you never know. Um, but now that I've got this set up, I'm going to try and do as many. I know I said that in the car that I'm going to do as many as I can every single day. And, and you know, I can say that till I'm blue in the face and it's not going to happen. Let's be real. This is me we're talking about. But I'm going to try and do these as often as possible. I'm not going to limit it to just once a week, but at the same time, I'm not going to just do at least one a week. I mean, it could be a couple weeks until the next one. Just because of my fucking schedule, it's it's so sporadic that it's really hard to pinpoint when I can get time to sit down and do this uh, on, on the basis of having stuff to talk about. I mean, I, I could just podcast for the sake of podcasting, but... That's a lot harder to do when it's just me. When, uh, like, you know, for, for Podblocked or Twofer, you know, they always have each other to bounce off of when one of them starts uh, trailing behind. The other one can kind of pick up the slack a little bit. I don't have anyone but myself here. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I can schizo it up with the best of them, but that's not very entertaining to most so and probably offensive like I give a fuck but you know whatever anyway I'm gonna try and do as many of these as possible because I've I don't know what it is but I've got the fire back for it <laughs> things are just looking up lately and I can't wait to share with you everything that's going on there's there's a lot more <laughs> and uh it's gonna be pretty cool so but until then as always be good to your bodies i love you over Blood Pods like this at bloodpods.com.